Hello and welcome to AI Unfiltered with me, Ian Bowie, and our resident expert, Mikael Stormbom, where we will be talking about everything to do with AI in our modern digital society and what the future holds for all of us. I, I also read an article recently, uh, it was in the Financial Times actually, and it was about uh, the Vatican have weighed in now um, with, with, with um, ethics and that they've actually got um, a Franciscan monk who is now an advisor to the Pope on ethics and AI. And that, that, that was quite interesting because, of course, it goes into things like, um, you know, just because you have it and just because it works, should you use it? Um, and I think one of the big yeah. concerns with the question was the, the fear of job losses. So, you know, is it necessarily correct to implement um, AI if it would mean that there would be, you know, direct job losses because of it? It's an interesting question. Mm. I mean, this is the case with any technological advancement we've had. There. Like so jobs become obsolete. Mm. I mean, should we just stop innovating for <laughs> for the sake of saving the current, oh, yeah. I mean, that's... current batch of uh, jobs? But I think uh, if it is the case that AI will destroy more jobs than it creates, mm. then of course it becomes interesting. Yeah. Topic is it worthwhile to continue down that path? But then I think well, uh, we've spoken are. about yeah spoken about universal basic income and then I mm. mean freeing. Well, I mean the most valuable thing we have is time, right? So imagine not spending all the time at work and. Spending it on what you want to spend it on. Yeah, but then uh, y y you get the danger of, you know, okay, universal basic, basic income, but basic being the, the key word there. Well, I mean, um, uh, then there's, of course, the risk that, the, well, the income is so low that you can't really. Well, no, let, let, let's yeah. say it's enough that you can, you know, pay the rent, buy food, um, some clothes when you need them. Yeah. But that's it. But we, 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 we know that humans always want more than that. So yes. if you've got these people living on universal basic income with all the time in the world... Well, yeah, because you will have a mm -hmm. large amount of understimulated people. Yeah, yeah that's true. with that's nothing true. but time on their hands. So, yeah. yeah. But I think people need to do something. Well, yeah. I mean, all right, there are people in the world that are very happy just lying on the sofa watching daytime t reality television, but I don't think they're the majority. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, there there is a real potential issue there that if AI takes a critical amount of jobs, even if there is a universal basic income. It will still be understood uh, today. Uh, yeah. 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 There's still going to be problems. And and also me mental health problems. You know, if, if people, even if they've got enough money to satisfy Well, yeah, I mean, a, a job gives, needs. It gives you a sense of purpose. Yes. A job in a way. Yeah, that's, that's right. True. Yeah. Yeah. If you take that away, then oh, what's yeah, left? No, yeah. What's the point? No. Yeah. Sit around and do nothing all day. Well, I suppose that's most people's yeah. retirement, isn't it? Make podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah, again, but there you are. See, there, you've got a purpose. Yeah. You've got a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Considering the aging of our population well, in yeah, Europe, absolutely. I would hope it, but yeah. Yeah, and, you know, not everybody is retiring on a big, on a big uh, pension. No, no, indeed not. No. You know, um, so yeah, I think, you know, that's, that's another area that really needs to be looked at and addressed. Yeah, so yeah. coming coming back to the to the Vatican. Yeah. So the the well the argument was that given the negative impact of of this well, the, innovation, we shouldn't necessarily use it then. Yeah. Yeah. Is it or or, or rather is it ethical? 
yes, we have it. Yes, we can use it. But is it ethical? Is it morally correct to use it? Um, well, th- you know, this is where the vatting are coming from. But yeah, again, I mean, will it benefit more people than it will negatively affect? I guess that's a question yeah, as well. I mean, that, that's also a very contentious yeah. issue, isn't it? I mean, because of course, companies will always try and manipulate the data to make it look well, yeah. good for them. Lies, yeah. stand, lies, statistics, mm. yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This was mentioned in the article on the Vatican, and uh, there was also an article in Wired magazine about racial bias in healthcare. So researchers had looked at one hospital in the United States where they use a particular algorithm to help assess a person's healthcare needs automatically as a basis for selecting people for further care uh, by calculating a risk score for the patient. And the researchers had found that there was a clear racial bias in the algorithm, so disproportionately favoring white people over black people. So a white person would get a significantly higher risk score than a black person, even though they were roughly in the same health. And as a result, the white person would be more likely to receive the extra care. And the reason is that the algorithm actually tried to predict the cost of healthcare for the patient as a way to assess healthcare needs. And it, it was said in the article that the algorithm works reasonably well in on that score in predicting the cost. But it also reflected the underlying inequality in healthcare in the United States. So less money is being spent on treating black patients than on white patients. And the algorithm therefore predicted higher healthcare costs for a white patient than a black patient, even though they would have the exact same ailments. And since the predicted costs is used to assess the patient's treatment needs, it disproportionately favored white people, regardless of the actual healthcare needs. And this wasn't a deliberate design choice, but rather the data used to train the model reflected the underlying social inequality. And that aspect had not been taken into consideration. This article was published in 2019 and the company behind that particular solution stated at the time that they are working to correct this. Uh, But by that point, this particular system had of course been widely used across the United States for quite some time already. Crazy. Yeah, and I think that illustrates very well the or the, the risk with, with these sort of automated systems and uh, and the posi- potential for bias, and especially what are the systems designed for? I mean, I suppose th- th- there's you know we talk about is it is it AI for the greater good, or is it AI for the good of those that can pay? Yeah, and I think it's leaning as it stands. It's very much to watch. I mean, we've been talking about haves and have nots, so mm. yeah, it's. Uh, I think there's a great risk that AI will exacerbate the divisions in. Yeah, so th- there, there, there is actually a, an enormous need for some ethicist to be involved. For sure. Yeah. And I think that's definitely something that would need to be. But if I, we, yeah. Well, go on. No, I think it's something that needs to be discussed more. And I mean, in this article, they were also talking about that various governments and organizations have come up with various sort of rules for AI or AI ethics, but there isn't really a sort of like a global mm. or like a universal universal declaration of well, no, uh, human rights in the AI realm. There, there's nothing of the sort. I mean, I, th- I think if we want to be very, very cynical, I suppose we could say, well, there's no money in ethics. No. No. I mean, if, if, if it's profitable to kill people, then companies mm. will kill people. Yeah. Yeah. And they do. And because... so they do, yes. Yeah. It's one of the most profitable businesses in the world, I think, isn't it? Arms, arms. manufacturing and dealing. Yeah. Cigarettes, tobacco. 
Yeah, anything that kills. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, if we think about that, is is, is there any hope for... Um, yeah, so in a way, AI. I mean, if we see AI as an extension of, of humanity, then it also extend, it also is an extension of the dark sides of humanity. Yes. Well, I think we've we've talked about this in other episodes. I mean, yeah. facial recognition um, being being a case in point. Yeah, yeah. And now, of course, we have you know um, the ethics of AI in the medical industry. Yeah, very sad. Very sad indeed. But it, I mean, it also goes to show that it's not, AI is not the problem necessarily. It's the human beings that are the problems. If there's so, if you design an AI for the profit motive, I mean, the AI just to it just does what you ask it to do, basically. Yeah, but I mean, they're always. I mean, AI. It's is, a tool. It's a tool. It's a tool. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, it, it's yeah. it's always about profit. I mean, yeah. So I mean, basically, at the end of the day, whatever AI is developed, it's always going to have a profit motive somewhere in the background. So I mean, I don't see how you get around it without like regulation and legislation. No. Yeah. Yeah, but which I mean, of course what? will be subject to heavy lobbying. Of but, course it yeah, will. Yeah. yeah, but then then you know, I mean, I, I'm actually surprised that. Um, that um, there are so many health warnings on, on on cigarette packets. To be quite honest, well, it was a quite a struggle to get there. It was, place, but yeah. they got there in the end. Yeah. So I mean, for example, this 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 chap, um, the Franciscan monk who who runs around Rome advising the Pope. Is it just a waste of time? Well, I don't know. I think it's important to talk about it at least, so people are aware. Because yeah. I mean, it can. I mean, the first step to addressing it is to be aware of it in the first place. Yes, I know, but I mean, you know, people yeah. are aware of lots of things, and they but don't care. Yeah. Ever well, no, but yeah. nothing ever happens about it. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I just, I just wonder if you know these people sort of talk themselves into knots. Nothing's ever going to happen. No, and the other thing is that, of course, I mean, things are happening so fast in the, in the, in the technical innovation mm. world, in the AI world. I mean, legislation. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just can't keep up either. No. Well, no, because I mean, legislation takes years to enact often. Yeah, and technology. And it's a reactive in a way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think there have been cases. I'm not sure. I read about something recently, and it was, it was a law which you know basically was enacted to prevent something which was relevant in the 1990s, and it's now just become law, and and of course it's completely irrelevant because the world has moved on. Because it's just moving in a completely different different pace yes. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And with that in mind, I mean, can ethics keep up? Yeah, I mean, here in the European Union, they are they are working on this sort of legislation around AI. So, will it make a difference or not? We'll see. But some people will find a way around it. Other people will just ignore it. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's easy to just cook up, cook up, cook up a AI model of your own in your in your computer. Yes. Yeah. That would be an interesting topic. Can we use AI to curb human nature? So, according to this article, there. There have been something like 84 distinct documents containing ethical guidelines for AI in the past few years. Okay. And uh, the majority of them, they are then written by the industry themselves or then Western governments. Which is the Western world. The Western world, yes. So obviously then there's also like a huge Western cultural bias in, yes. in all of this. Yes. So it's Western ethics. Yeah. Yeah. I saw an article about, so apparently there's this sort of like anti-cheating software that's used in the United States. No, but apparently the students have to install some sort of web browser extension, right. which then basically gets access to the computer's microphone and its camera. So it can basically, if a student is doing a test or something, it can keep track on what the student is doing to make sure it's not cheating. 
Oh, this is the same kind of technology that they they try to introduce into offices to to make sure that employees are doing. Or actually, I think when when they started working from home, that they introduced the same thing onto their computers to make sure that they're actually working. Yeah, for sure. And I actually there are all these freelancer websites where, like, if you offer your you offer your sort of services to those sites, then you have to install this software that basically checks it if you're actually working the hours that you're reporting and stuff like that. It's a little bit. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so now apparently, then there was a student who took, who took this whole thing to court, and mm. uh, apparently, the court said that uh, this is not constitutional. It violated the student's constitutional protection against unreasonable searches. So it's basically a breach of privacy. It is. So yeah. apparently, well, it can even control the cameras. It can look around your surroundings, like basically your entire home and stuff okay, like that. Okay. So yeah. Very, well, that's going very, very, very 1984. No, 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 no. And uh, I mean, the other thing that they made note of in in this article is that also it's fairly inconclusive whether this software actually prevents cheating or catches any cheating so there's mm. some conflicting studies there but actually all right okay, this is, isn't really anything to do so much about ai is about education i mean don't, don't you think that in the modern world examinations are completely irrelevant definitely in my mind because whenever i took a test it was always about just taking in all the knowledge you needed right yeah. before the test and then yeah. once the test is done you, you probably forget all yeah. of it yeah for sure it's very sort of short-termist yeah no uh, the i think the main thing i learned is for like just in time <laughs> knowledge acquisition and then yeah and then once you don't then you, you discard the information basically. or, or yeah. maybe you could yeah. test people's ability to source and validate information yeah but not about what they can remember from having read a couple of books or Something like that. Yeah. No, I mean, I remember specifically some like, like high school courses that uh, mm. what you did is that you basically wrote down verbatim what the teacher oh, yeah. had been saying and then, and then you just repeated it yes. in the test and then, and then you got an A yeah. or a 10 as it was. In yeah. It. Yeah. You just described my, um, yeah. my, my, my history tutor. Sit down, shut up and listen and, and write down everything I say. Yeah. So if, when you answer, the, there's none of your own analysis. You just repeat, oh. you just repeat the history teacher's mm. analysis of the thing and that's it. Yeah. So yeah. The only thing you've learned is basically stenography. Yes. And not even that properly. No, not even that. No. <laughs> and yeah. nowadays you don't need stenography. You can use speech to text. Well, but anyway. Right. Of course you can, yeah. yeah. But no, I, I just don't understand why um, successive governments stick with this very outdated and very old-fashioned and extremely unhelpful system of, of examinations. Yeah, no, indeed. And as it pertains to... AI. So now, if we're now applying AI to do exactly the same thing, mm. I think that's uh, that strikes me as rather bad use of yeah, absolutely, AI. Yeah. yeah. So there was a there was an article in the Guardian uh, about the Iranian government using facial recognition uh-huh. technology, but they're using it basically to identify women who are in public and not wearing a hijab. Oh uh-huh, yeah. Well, of course, we've just yeah. had that poor girl that was basically murdered by the. What do they call themselves, a morality police or something in Iran for not wearing a hijab? Yeah, and there's been those yeah. protests there, yeah. yeah. So we've been talking about the ethical use of AI, and here we have a clear-cut example of AI being used as a tool of oppression. Mm. And when we're talking about uh, democratizing AI, that also means that literally anyone can get their hands on these types of technologies. Yeah. So, for example, facial recognition technology, mm-hmm. that's very easy to get your hands yeah. on. Well, no, but I mean, isn't, isn't that I mean, pretty much what these kinds of tin pot regimes are going to use it for? Of course they are. No, for sure. But of course, I mean, all, all these governments are going to want to get their hands on it for their own purposes. Oh, they're all doing it. Of course they are. 
um, and, and, and not necessarily for democratizing the world. No, quite the opposite. Or the, might, or might the, argue, or the yes. good of the people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's a number of ways of using AI to censor people, not just uh, a chilling effect of facial recognition, but mm-hmm. I mean, just uh, censoring, like look for keywords and censor what people. Well, I suppose it's what, it's what so yeah. supposedly Facebook and, and, and YouTube and, and all of these programs are doing all the time. Yeah. They're hunting for these kinds of negative videos and posts and everything else and fake news and everything else, aren't yeah. they? Well, I think Facebook isn't. I think that's the problem that they're... Right, okay. I mean, they want, they want, they like people being outraged because it, people are then engaged with the platform. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But what about YouTube? YouTube, I, I'm not sure how it goes with YouTube. Right. I think they have the problem that there's just so much content there that... Right. So, so I mean, the impossible to police. I- impossible, and yeah. then no. It's just that me and a couple of friends, we we had this idea of just sitting around the table with a few beers and 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 talking about whatever sort of pops into our heads. Well, of course, you're talking about a bunch of white, privileged, uh, middle class Anglo-Saxon males. So you can imagine that some of the stuff isn't going to be the most politically correct in the planet. So we were sort of also trying to second guess how long it would take YouTube to cancel our account. Um, but maybe we're actually not the most extreme people out there. No, I mean, considering how long Alex Jones was on YouTube before <laughs> he got kicked off, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So is that is that just a um, smoke and mirrors telling us that, oh, you know, we're using these technologies to police our platforms? And I would say somewhat. I think the, I think it's very also very inconsistent in how they... How they do it. How they do it, yes. Mm. Right. And I think, I mean, online cyberbullying is a big problem in all of these platforms, which I don't think is being meaningfully addressed. Right. Yeah. But a lot of these people, you know, the so-called trolls and, yeah. and and those kinds of people, I mean, they are a minority, aren't they? They're just very, very loud. Yeah. And very, very nasty and very, very twisted. And, yeah, and, I mean, and, and that that scares people off from that's having. the thing, isn't it? it, it this is it. Yeah. You you you've got the well-adjusted majority who have very reasoned arguments for, you know, why they believe certain things. Yeah, but they just think I don't need that kind of poison in my life. I'm just going to stay away. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then these 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 horrendous creatures sort of take over the whole platform. Yeah, no, absolutely yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't you think that there should be AI algorithms out there looking to shoot down these vitriolic No, for monsters? sure, AI troll hunters, yes. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. AI troll hunters, let's bring them on. Yeah. Yeah, exterminate. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Fry their IP addresses. Yeah. Yeah. You've been listening to me, Ian Bowie, and my colleague, Michael Stormbaum, on AI Unfiltered. And for more episodes, please go to AIUnfiltered.com. Thank you.